Here's Reinman in the Morning, on demand from 1021 and 105.3, The Shark. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Tom Hanks will speak at Harvard's graduation this week. He will tell students, life is like a box of chocolates, overpriced and filled with nuts. The head of Warner Brothers, David Zaslav, was booed during his commencement address at Boston University. I haven't seen such a hostile graduation crowd since I forgot to wear pants beneath my gown. Fashion designer Kenneth Cole spoke to graduates at Endicott, or as he said at the end, graduation caps are so five minutes ago. And that's your news on the nines. Now on Rhineman in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark app with Megan, the shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what's going on? You and I have had conversations about our thoughts on HGTV and those kinds of house hunting TV shows. Mm -hmm. But where do you think the biggest home in all of New Hampshire is? Ooh, biggest home in all of New Hampshire? I'm going to say somewhere in the, I'm just guessing, the Bedford area? So it's actually in Alton by Lake Winnipesaukee. Oh. Oh, my gosh. I think I might have heard of this place. Is this like this house that's like... Should be its own country. You got to go on the Shark app or shark1053.com doesn't to it find have, out. It has like a bowling alley or something, doesn't it? It's like a bunch of crazy things. Houses with bowling alleys blow my mind. The thing with yeah. these huge homes is all I can think of is someone's got to clean that. And my guess is if you can <laughs> afford a house like that, you can probably afford to pay you someone the, else to do it. Which is good. Hey, you're help, You're giving jobs. You're helping the economy. And yeah, that's, that's fair. Someone's that's fair. earning a good living. I think I've heard about this house. Alton near Winnipesaukee. Yeah. Giant crazy house. That's just so insane because we wonder how big is their normal house. Is that their full-time house? Do we know? I don't know. If that's your lake house and it's bigger than Logan Airport, how big is your house house? It blows my mind when I see like when you drive down Hampton and Rye Beach areas then you see all these big houses and my father lives in the area and he'll be like, oh yes, there's a person who lives there. She's there like three weeks of the year. Isn't that drive you crazy? And I'm, I'm sitting here like someone else could live in that house. I know. Well, I've told I've, this is also on the Shark app. I've told the story before when about twenty years ago, I think when I was in college, Stephen Tyler almost moved, yeah, to my hometown in Northampton, to the house the, that I affectionately call the White House. Yes, it, well, it is the White House. It's the Fuller Mansion, and the, that was the thing. Is like he's not going to be there enough. I was like, I'll stay there. I'll live there when Stephen's not around. I'll hold down the fort for him. Yeah, man. He and I would get along great. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be pals, buddies. The two of us, chums. Captain's Co, playing golf. Who would win? I want to do over, man. And now, here's sports in 10 seconds with the Sportsman. Do the Celtics think this series is best of 11? That's your sports in 10 seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? I know you're a big Stephen King fan because we, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen King's son recently paid a visit to the Exeter Police Department. Really? Joe Hill, another great horror writer, wrote uh, Nosferatu. It's a Christmas-themed horror story, horror novel, I should like say, which a, I read. I gotta tell you something, too scary. I kind of, I think I bailed out. I don't know if I finished that. Oh one. wow! Yeah, is that time of year where I read it at Christmas time? I always try to read those books like that time of year. You read Stephen King at Christmas time? Well, no, it was Joe Hill. It was his book Nosferatu, which became a successful uh, television series, but it got too dark. It was too scary. Is that time of year? Where it's like dark at three p.m. and I got too scared, but. But let me guess, if I go to the Shark app, I can find out you what find he's out, doing. You can find out why. I think I heard about this. He needed help with something, right? He did. Oh, that's really nice. He, some, he said, got some assistance. Have you seen his picture? People got to check this out yes. on the Shark app. Does he not now look exactly like Stephen King? He's the spitting like image Stephen of Stephen King. It's he scary, except King. his hair isn't gray. That's but, it. But no, he looks like my, when I was a child who Stephen King was. It's unbelievable. It's like something out of The Shining, appropriately. Where, because, like, I would say as recently as five years ago, I could tell the difference. It is crazy. Have you ever seen, like, uh, on, my, on my side, it was my great great grandfather. I saw he was the mayor of Beverly, Massachusetts. Does he look just, or did he look just like you? Yes. Like, it, like, frighteningly. And it's like now that I have a beard, especially, because he had, a, like, a goatee. And uh, I think I first saw his picture, like, when I was in my early 20s. And it was creepy. It was like, it was like something out of a Stephen King book where I was like, that's me. I don't I think. think I've encountered a picture of a family member who looks like identical to me, but you can see like resemblance. Like when my grandmother got married, her wedding picture. Mm-hmm. I think it's the eyes. I think we have similar eyes. Do they move in the picture when you walk around? Yeah. Nice. They but, don't for you? Pictures, eyes don't move when you walk past them? Oh No, I don't make eye contact with them. Scared. 
Uh, but if you want to see how much Joe Hill looks like his dad, Stephen King, go to the Shark Gap. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Streaming television services may team up as one bundle comprised of several different channels. It's described as a cross between cable and cable. Yes, television streamers may team up to form one service. Finally, I only have to date one woman for her password. Yes, television streamers may merge, though Netflix and Peacock may want to think of a better name than Cockflix. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. We've reached that point where I wrote a story for the Shark app and Megan has questions. So this is pretty exciting. Tom Hanks is going to be giving a commencement speech on Thursday. That's right. Yeah, right here in New England. Yeah. Isn't that cool? In Boston. Boston. Do you think he's going to bring his typewriter along and just type as he goes... Dear everybody. Oh, my gosh. Here's what I want to know from yeah. you, though. What is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? The only acceptable answer is Toy Story. No. <laughs> um, well, I would say I think the one that you always sit down and watch, at least on my end, is Forrest Gump. Just because. It, OK, you know what? That's a good one. Yeah, it came out. Uh, it hits me in the feels. You know what I mean? Um, my favorite character he's ever played, Jimmy Dugan in A League of Their Own, when he's the manager of the baseball team. I haven't seen that You've one. You've never seen A League of Their Own? OK. Here's the thing, and I've said this so many times, but I do want to always just say it. I am not incredibly well versed in movies. Me neither, but like, I, League I, of their I, own. I, I will admit that. This is your assignment, Megan. You have to see a League of Their Own. It's the greatest baseball movie of all time. You need to like. I need to start bringing in an agenda and a planner, and then every week you're just like, watch this video or this movie <laughs> or this TV show. I'm your you uncultured teacher. piece of trash. Hey. <laughs> There's our button. <laughs> but no, my favorite, though, the one that like is my Dark Horse favorite, it's a movie called The Burbs. And the I Birds? think it's The Burbs, as in the, the suburbs. And I Aww. believe, I think it's from 1988. And it's this guy who's just home on a week off from vacation, and he suspects that his neighbors all of a sudden are up to some dark shenanigans. And he and his two neighbors, one of whom is played by the great Bruce Dern, go and investigate. And Carrie Fisher's in it. She plays Tom's wife. And it's a really great dark comedy. It's my kind of thing. Like, if you like a TV show like Barry, or if you like like Resident Alien from Chris Sheridan, who was just on, you would love The Burbs. If you want to check out where Tom Hanks has given his commencement address, go to the Shark app. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. In baseball news, Jimmy Butler just scored 40 points against the Red Sox. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. For today's Brain Freeze, I asked you... What was the name of this venue located in Hampton? It had great summer theater, including shows for kids on the weekends, and you may have seen Jason Bateman, Steve, and Epping. Hampton Playhouse. We have a winner, the Hampton Playhouse. Steve, do you remember some of the shows you saw there? Cinderella, Pinocchio, probably the common ones like that. And then I lived like four houses away. It was a wonderful place, and you can read all about it today on the Shark app. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Do you think they call it Tuesday because it's the second day of the week? I just blew your mind. (laughs) Taylor Swift is being praised for singing for three hours in the pouring rain in Foxborough. Sure, but when I sing for three hours with water pouring down, I get banned from the showers at Planet Fitness. For his role as Henry VIII, actor Jude Law says he covered himself in a mix of blood, sweat, and fecal matter. Or as it's also known, Axe Body Spray. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? So if you are in the market to get a dog, I have a list of 14 New Hampshire-inspired dog names in case you're looking for something to name your new friend. Oh, so this is like, say... Maybe you left the area, you're listening to us on the Shark app, you missed the Granite State, and you want something to remember New Hampshire by, these are New Hampshire-inspired dog names. Yeah, you can get a dog to give it a cool name, like Winnie after like Winnipesaukee, for instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you name your dog? What's your New Hampshire dog? Uh, this is this is kind of plagiarism, but there's a girl that I know back from, like I knew her from middle and high school. She got a dog, and he's a little, I think a French bulldog, and uh-huh. she named him Bowie. How does she know he's French? <laughs> You tell me. I don't know. Does he bark French? Yes. Um, I would go with Fritz for Fritz Weatherby. <laughs> that's a that's a great dog name. Yeah, it right? is. And it he really would, is. Maybe he'd know a lot of trivia. Do you think he'd take me out and be like, it was on this spot 
Eight days ago, you strike me as the kind of person who Rex from across the street went number one. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. You strike me as the kind of person who would get a dog and then you would come into the office and tell me about the full length two way conversations you were having with your dog. And then I'd be concerned for your well-being. Nah, my dogs don't listen to me. It's Classic Hits for the Seacoast, 1021-1053, The Shark. Thanks for listening to Ryman in the Morning, except for you, Lucy and Elsa. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Jack Nicholson was at the Lakers game. Here's Johnny. Bye-bye, Bronny. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? Summer's coming, which means it's time to go out and enjoy some mini golf. And so I decided to look for some of the best mini golf courses in all of New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And I found eight of them. Just eight? Eight that were recommended by by the locals. What's wrong with them? What's the matter? Is Captain's Cove on there? Maybe. Oh, come on. It's got to be. Of course it's on there. Who do you think I am? Shark App. I love Captain's Cove. I go there with Sadie all the time. She's very competitive. That's in Hampton, right? Mm-hmm. But so am I. Guess what? The other day, it was only my third time playing this year. Shot a 43. Nice. Not bad. I, I was on pace. I was on pace to uh, break 40 on just my third time. And then I pulled a Celtics there sort of towards the end and kind of blew it. I think the last time I went to Captain's Cove, it was on my 18th birthday. A guy that I was dating at the time took me there. Oh, it yeah? was nice. Oh, it was, so it was, it was a, a nice one. time. It, it was a good, good memory. I haven't been there in a while, but I, I like Hilltop Fun Center because I get. I haven't been in there in years, but I get very competitive with the laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> I get like I go crazy in there. Like I'm sweating. I'm like crouching behind. You take like, your I, laser tag seriously. I take laser tag very when, seriously. When you go to the grocery store, you take the scanner and you start hitting people with that thing. You know what you, would be cool? Practicing. Laser tag in a grocery store. That would be amazing. Like the life, or like a Walmart or a big super center. We used to play laser tag after work on Thursdays at the Hampton Cinemas. In that would be so fun. It was awesome. It was pretty cool. Is this still a thing? Why don't we go? Well, <laughs> I it's can not there anymore. You. It's a CVS, but maybe we could play CVS. I can like crouch <laughs> down and shoot you with my little laser gun. You can try to crouch and then your knees will break, and then I'll beat you. Just like <laughs> you might at mini golf, bringing it back 360 to the Shark app, where of you can course. find eight great mini golf places to go play in the summertime. Exactly, and one of them is actually home to the world's longest mini golf hole. Some people have called me a golf hole. At least I think that's what they were saying. Maybe. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. A great white shark was spotted feasting on a seal in Massachusetts. And to show you how brazen they've become, he did it at Legal Seafoods. <laughs> Kim Kardashian is under fire for letting nannies raise her kids. Uh, anyone else think that's actually a good thing? <laughs> Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is engaged, but I heard he needs a pill to deliver his package. <laughs> And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. We've reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. So I don't really have a question, but I just wanted to thank you for being so open and transparent about your mental health journey through Mental Health Awareness Month this May. Thank you, Megan. And uh, that's actually on the Shark app. And first and foremost, I want to thank everyone at Portsmouth Regional Hospital. A lot of people, there's a stigma against going to seek help when you're just not feeling like yourself. There, There used to be, and I'm happy to say that that's starting to diminish. It's about time. But what I wrote about on the Shark app was it was related to a physical issue. And if I had not gone in there and had the courage to say, I think uh, I'm having some trouble with my mind, um, I could have been in a lot of trouble. And I think just to be frank, I don't think I'd be here with you Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, I certainly probably would not be able to speak on the radio and would not be able to go do all the things I do with Sadie. I wouldn't be able to go to Captain's Cove. You know, your brain is sort of the the warning light sometimes. And even if that's not what's going on, even if you're just dealing with a lot going through different things. It is important. It is a mental health awareness month. You got to take care of yourself. So just like you go to the doctor for uh, a knee problem, a back problem, um, if you if you have a flu, your brain is the most important thing. Yes. And I, I, I totally agree with you when you're talking about how the mind and body are so closely linked. Because I, I remember I had a pretty bad um period as far as my mental health goes this past winter. And you know, my mom had asked me, she said, when was the last time you took vitamin D? Because we were in the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. It was dark at 4 p.m. And I was like, I haven't taken vitamin D in months. So I started taking it religiously. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while for that to sort of enter your body. But 
within about a month, I, I started noticing noticeable changes. And funny enough, one of my friends around the same time said a similar thing. He said how his girlfriend had encouraged him to start taking vitamins and he was saying how more how much more energetic he felt. And I know it like everyone's stories different and like my experience is subjective to me, but it sort of helped me realize that like there were other things going on, but I was experiencing a vitamin deficiency as well. Yeah. And and that's why it's good to take advice. It's good to take use. If you go, I put a whole bunch of resources for people in a bunch of different states that I know listen to the program and uh, go check it out on the Shark app and please take care of yourselves. It's Classic Hits for the Seacoast, 1021-1053 The Shark. We'll be right back with more Reinman in the morning. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Anyone else buy Taylor Swift tickets with cash? You thought you'd win betting on the Celtics? That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Reinman in the Morning. Bonnie in South Berwick, who is the best-selling author who started out as a teacher in Hampton Falls? Yes, it is. You get it. Bonnie, have you ever read any Dan Brown books? Yes, I have. The first book I read was The Da Vinci Code, and then I read Angels and Demons. And what did you think of Tom Hanks in those movies? I I was a little skeptical when he first got cast, but I thought he did an okay job. Yeah, me too. I thought it was weird when they had Wilson the Volleyball play that monk, though. Bonnie, you're entered to win $50 in Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Listen for the grand drawing on Friday, and thank you for playing Brain Freeze. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. A man tried to drive a U-Haul through the fence at the White House this week. He was apprehended and told to finish his term as president. The judge overseeing Donald Trump's hush money case informed him of things he cannot say. Then Don Jr. said, you mean like, I love you? France has banned short airline flights in order to combat toxic emissions. Then everyone in the country went back to smoking 200 cigarettes a day. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? So get this, the world's biggest bouncy house is coming to Massachusetts. And it's not just a singular bouncy house. There are activities for kids and there are activities for adults. It's games and competitions. All the fun in the world. Doesn't that sound like a good time? Okay, well, I know I have to go to the Shark app to find out where in Massachusetts the yeah, bouncy the, house the, is coming. Yeah, the details. But can you tell me some exactly how big of a bouncy house are we talking here? Because it sounds It's the ridiculous. biggest one in the world, so use your imagination. I, my guess is think of whatever the biggest bouncy house you've ever seen, and then make it significantly bigger. Well, I don't know because uh, most of my bouncy house adventures wound up with me being unconscious. So I don't how do remember you- how... Oh, that's possible. Um, no, you know, you're you're telling this story because as far as I'm concerned, there should remember. be no way. Well, <laughs> you should remember the before and the after. No, I, I honestly didn't do a ton of them because I don't like taking my shoes off. You have to take your shoes off in the bouncy house. Interesting. Do, do you, you've done them, right? Of course. Well, what's your bouncy house story? It's the most fun you've had in a bouncy house. I believe it was my fourth birthday. My parents went a little all out and they got a bouncy house and inflated it in the front yard of my childhood home. So there are pictures of this pink and purple bouncy house. And I remember there were a lot of people there and I remember there were cupcakes. And those are all the finer things in life, which is why I remember them. Cupcakes, friends and bouncy houses. And my family, too, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Cupcakes, friends, and bouncy houses. What a time to be alive. You have that's, the name of your memoir. That's all four-year-old Megan needs, and that's all 23-year-old Megan needs now. Amen. Okay, so the Celtics go down 0-3 against the Miami Heat. Now, this ain't the same as the Yankees, right? Like, the Heat are the eighth seed. This is embarrassing. Everyone's upset. But still, we're trying to get excited any way we can. So they got everyone out there. Uh, Kevin Millar does some uh, some interview. He does an interview with Dan Shaughnessy there in the Boston Globe. And then uh, David Ortiz, he's all over the TV saying, hey, anything's possible. He's talking about that. And anyway, we get to Miami. The, the Heat are beaten up on the Celtics in Game 4, their playoff series, right? And then who's in the crowd? Who do they cut to? First, Alex Rodriguez. He's there watching the game. I think he owns the Minnesota Timberwolves, the NBA team. Then it cuts to Derek Jeter, who's there watching the game. He's the owner of the Marlins baseball team. And I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Right after they showed those two guys from the 2004 Yankees, who of course fell after being up 3-0 against the Red Sox, Celtics go on a crazy run, win the game going away, and all of a sudden, 
I mean, I'm not saying we totally believe. We're still kind of mad at the Celtics. But all of a sudden now, uh, this is a series. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The Celtics coach just canceled his moving truck. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? Do you think it is legal to park in front of someone's house in Massachusetts? No. Well, the author, our, our co-worker, had a situation happen where a neighbor parked in front of her house for a week. And I want to know, have, have, have <laughs> I you... I don't know who this was, and yeah. she's a nice person. She but is. I'm one, but I bet it started to annoy her after yeah. a while. Ha- have yeah. you ever had anyone park in front of your house? There was a guy that kept coming, not during hunting season. I feel bad about this, and I want an apology to this person. He kept coming uh, to my mom's house. And when I would be there with Sadie or whatever, I'd look and I kept seeing this car on the same day, like this truck parked across from her house, not during hunting season, like by the woods. And so, you know, finally I I called the police. I was like, hey, you know, it's not hunting season right now. There's a lot of woods. Uh, I believe this is private property. But he was just there collecting antlers. You know how deer shed their oh. antlers? Yeah. So I apologize and I apologized. So oh, they said, geez. please. No, it was all good. Like they said, hey, we checked in on it. Doesn't even hunt. But um, that was the only time I've had that happen. But I don't know, man. I think in like a wooded area of New Hampshire, if someone parks their car in front of your house, mm. creepy. Is what I would say. I would yeah. call, just try to get them some help. There was a car that parked in front of my house for a few days, but I also have an upstairs neighbor, so I was always under the impression that whoever owned the car was just visiting my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I never saw anyone unusual. Or You also never saw your neighbor again. Um, Actually, um, I saw my neighbor last night. You ruined it, Megan. That I was know. such a good break. I know it was a good bit, and it's I decided to be horrible and ruin it. 1021, 105.3 The Shark. We'll be right back with more Reinman in the Morning, where suspense goes to die. Exactly. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Happy birthday to Bob Dylan, who turned 82. He blew out his candles and made a wish, which even God could not understand. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's Father's Day gift guide includes sex toys and a Rolex, which can be one and the same if you get creative. (laughs) Kate Middleton refused to sign an autograph for a child, saying it is not allowed, while Prince Harry signed his name on Buckingham Palace with a can of spray paint. (laughs) And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. We've reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. Tell me about this beloved pro sports team on its way back to New England. Maybe. Possibly. Perhaps. It's a possibility. Okay, so you're you're tricking people. I will say this. It's a winter team and the way things have been going with our winter sports teams in New England, it could be a welcome addition. The New England Bobcats? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's another thing. That's another article on the Shark app, though. Yeah. The bobcat in Exeter. Did you see that? That they first they had bears and now they have bobcats. What's over the hype in Exeter? with Exeter? So there's a bobcat on the loose. Someone got a picture of it, I guess. It's Fantastic. On the Shark. Yeah, go check it out on the Shark app. All the information you need, and uh, you'd be surprised what regions of the state have bobcats. It's pretty extensive. But someone made an interesting point where they're like, "Well, there's been so much development over there." That the bobcats are like, okay, we'll just go into the yard, I guess, because there's nowhere else to live. You, you've taken all the woods. Yeah, well, I know we've gone a little bit off track from sports teams to animals, but I, I have to tell you something pretty exciting, actually. I okay. have a little resident chipmunk in my backyard. There's resident a little, chipmunk? There's a little stone wall, and he hangs out, and he chews his little nuts, and I've named him Lewis. He does what? He chews little acorns. That's not what you said. Nuts. There it is. You have a sense of humor of a five-year-old. We have but, our button. But I, I, I read out. I read my little book outside, and then I turn around, and, and there's Lewis having a snack. His name is Lewis. That's what I named him. I'm thinking of getting some fruit or nuts again, or whatever chipmunks eat, and giving him, giving him some. Okay. So I can be a Disney princess. Let me live. This is 2023. I can be who I want. Uh, it's classic hits for the Seacoast. <laughs> 1021, 1053, the shark.
Hey, Lewis, I hope Megan's nice to your nuts. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Tom Brady bought a football team in Las Vegas? I thought it was bad when I got drunk and bought share tickets. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. And I asked you this trivia question. This native of West Newbury, Massachusetts, first debuted as a character named the Prototype Rich in Georgetown. Who am I talking about? I think you're talking about John Cena. That is correct. You are entered to win $50 in Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Rich. Are you a wrestling fan, Rich? Not really, to tell you the truth, but I like John Cena. I like him. You know the only problem? I can't see him. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. Ron DeSantis announced he's running for president during a Twitter live stream that kept freezing up, which explains his campaign slogan, Glitch Please. It's rumored that Oprah Winfrey could replace Dianne Feinstein in the Senate, because who better to lead than the woman who gave us Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil? A dozen passengers got into a massive brawl at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. They were all taken into custody and hired as flight attendants for Southwest. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? So this is really sweet. There is a, get this, a whopping 102-year-old Ipswich resident, and she was looking for an ebook recording of a book that her father used to read her when she was young, and her local library decided to step in and help. Isn't that's, that sweet? That's amazing. Yeah. I love this story. We love feel-good stories here on Rhineman in the Morning. That's so awesome. Like yeah. that's like oh my gosh. What, well, let me ask you first. What what did you read about? What was your your book, your go to book when you needed someone to read you a book to go to sleep? We read a lot of the Ramona Quimby books. Oh yeah, Ramona, I remember. Yeah, we we read a lot of those. I'm I'm mixing it up because there was Magic Treehouse, but there was also Magic School Bus, and I watched slash read both. <laughs> There's a lot of magic. <laughs> there really was a lot, a lot of magic and learning and education, but I, I'm here for it. Mine was love you forever. That was uh, yeah, it was like, I love you forever. I'll love you for always. Something to something. My baby, you'll be. Did you ever see, read that book? I've heard, I think I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, Good Night Moon was a book that I that read. That was another one. Yeah. My, my mom mm-hmm. read that to me a lot. I, I do remember that. Country Mouse and the City Mouse. That was a big I've one. I've heard of that one. Um, I might have read that one, actually, growing up. But if we want to find out the e-book, that's amazing that 102, she could remember. Because like, we had to take a second and remember what we read. But 102, she knew exactly the book. Of her course. Her used to read her. And there's also and they found a, the e-book. Read about it on the Shark app. There's that's a amazing. Little, there's a little bit of a twist at the end oh. as well, depend, uh, depending on what Ipswich you're thinking of. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, I hate when you do this to me. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. Sometimes on the weekend, I like to hit golf balls at UFOs. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. We've reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app, and I'm told Megan has questions. What is it with your vendetta against squirrels? Uh, look, I don't anymore. You do? Because, no, I don't. It never left. It, no, I kind of don't because I don't. It's Squirrel Week, first of all, here in New Hampshire. Don't mock me and mimic me on the radio. This I isn't, don't. This isn't a broadcast. This isn't a televised radio show yet. You don't get to do that. You, you got a great face, face for radio. I got no. My father said that to me when I got this job. Oh wow! <laughs> happy, happy Father's Day. Love enjoy you, your, Dad. Enjoy your bag of rocks. Um, <laughs> no, but it's Squirrel Week. It is Squirrel Week here in the Granite State. And there's a company that wants to raise awareness of all the dangers and hazards of squirrels. Because, you know, whenever things go wrong, it's got to be the squirrel's fault. Whenever the power goes out, whenever the internet's off, whenever you're plumbing. Oh, guess what? Apparently it's squirrels. Can you tell by the tone of my voice, I've kind of shifted my position on squirrels a little bit? I kind of do. Like, I've just kind of been like, hey, man, they eat pumpkins at Halloween. But really, and we go to the shark app. If you want to read about Squirrel Week and all the alleged transgressions of squirrel, I'm just, I don't know. Those darn dirty squirrels, you used to say. I'm not saying it anymore because I realize I feel like I've spread hate against the squirrel community, and I don't want to be that person. I want to be a pillar of the squirrel community. See, the first step is admitting that you have a problem, and then... Mm-hmm. I had a problem. I had a rage problem. You might say I, had. Was, you might say I was nuts. 
I'm trying to think of a squirrel pun, but by the, by way, the time I think of one, it's going to be too late. You better watch out with your Betty Lewis there, your squirrel, who lives with you. Lewis is a chipmunk. Yeah, We've talked you better, about this. You better stick with that story when they come by. He when is. They send the van I have by footage of him. squirrels on Squirrel He week. sits on his little mm-hmm. rock, Yeah. and he has a snack while I read a book, and it's very cute. Yeah, they're going to be throwing the book at him because it's Squirrel Week. Aw. Eli and Durham, it's Squirrel Week here in northern New England. We're supposed to raise awareness about squirrels. Have you ever had any... Scary encounters with a squirrel. Yeah, just uh, you hate to run them over. Yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like it sounds like you've done that a few times, Eli. Yeah, I try to avoid them, and so I, you know, I, I drive slow or whatever. All right, this feels like the beginning of a Netflix documentary. I'm getting scared. Darlene in Plastow, you ever had any run-ins with a squirrel? Um, no. None? Not at all? No, not at all. Do you think they're a threat to society, or should we just leave them alone? Uh, yeah, I think we should leave them alone. They don't bother us. What do they do? They don't do anything, man. I agree to agree. Angie in South Berwick, you got any issues with squirrels? Only when they go across or they're jumping out of a tree and get on your car and poop on your car. That's the only thing I don't like. I have the same problem with tourists at Hampton Beach. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. It's rumored that Destiny's Child could reunite to make a new album. Beyonce got the idea from her assistants, the other members of Destiny's Child. Miley Cyrus refuses to tour because she cannot sleep on a moving bus. That's why I prefer to take naps at the bus stop. Gen Z has stopped wearing skinny jeans in favor of extremely baggy pants. So, after three score and two years, it appears it is once again hammer time. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. Megan, what else is going on? Well, in case you haven't been living under a rock, Taylor Swift. In case is... I haven't been living under a rock, what let's kind of redo that. Like, can that? we redo? Can no, we... we're on the radio right oh. now. What are you talking about redos? We don't do redos. Oh, it. Don't well, make me go Tom Let's Hanks pretend that you. didn't happen. Well, in case you have been living under a rock, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has been absolutely taking the world by storm on her ongoing Eras tour. But one thing that I'm sure that you know through your concert going experience is when you're recording a video of your favorite artist, you can't sing along. It's true because the the recording device will always capture your voice and i i've learned that the hard way a couple times i was for, oh, i was fortunate enough to see elton john and i had to delete my recording of him singing crocodile rock because all you heard was me in the background going nah, 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 nah. And yeah it, but you have a good voice though not when you're in a stadium of like sixty thousand people and you can't hear yourself it, it, it did not sound pretty but anyway so when taylor swift recently performed at gillette stadium uh-huh. um a woman took a video of her singing cruel summer and her, uh, the Bananarama Cool Summer? Does she do like a cover of it? Well, her so she has a song called Cruel Summer, and the woman recording the device, her uh, Boston accent came out, so it became a Cruel Summer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her voice also sounds strangely like Lois from Family Guy, ah. which makes it even better. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and, and I have the video up on the Shark app. It's You, you can't see who's recording, but you can hear her. And it, it really is splendid. It, you might say it's cool summer Boston version. It's a wicked summer. It's a summer bummer. That's one of my favorite Family Guy clips is when they all go to see Barry Manilow and he goes, uh-huh. thank you, thank you. And then you hear Peter's voice go, you're welcome. <laughs> and now here's sports in 10 seconds with the sportsman. Lacrosse, French for the cross. That's your sports in 10 seconds with sportsman on Rhineman in the morning. Carol and Sanford which author went on to better success with a lot of his projects when he dropped the fake name Richard Bachman? Is it Stephen King? Yes, it is. Congratulations. You were entered to win $50 in Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Do you like Stephen King, Carol? Um, yes, I do. What's your favorite Stephen King novel? Um, I actually haven't read um, Misery, and I would like to watch, read that one. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Um, but you like him, though. <laughs> yes. Yes, they're kind of creepy, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like I'm a teacher having a, someone give a book report right now. But you know what? You, you passed. You get an A. So you're entered in the contest. Thank you for playing Brain Freeze. And if you want to read more about Stephen King any time, I think he reversed the curse for the Red Sox. I think he was the unsung hero. He gave a really creepy interview during that crazy series with the Yankees in 2004. Go check it out on the Shark app. It's time for your news on the nines with News Guy. Well, it's one of the busiest barbecue weekends of the year. So it was nice knowing you, eyebrows. (laughs) 
If you are hosting a barbecue, make sure you ask everyone there how they would like their burger done before just grilling them all the same. I know it's not always popular, but I prefer my buns toasted. What can I say? I just like wearing a thong. And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the Morning. You may have heard there have been some bear sightings here on the seacoast, so I have an expert from New Hampshire Fish and Game. Please welcome to Reinman in the Morning, Andrew Timmons. Hi, Andrew. How are you this morning? You know, there's been some black bear sightings on the seacoast recently. Is it common for bears to make their way down to this part of New Hampshire, or do you think they got like a Groupon to water country or something? (laughs) So, you know, we have had bears statewide in New Hampshire for a long time, um, you know, a decade plus. But admittedly, um, bear sightings down on the immediate coast have always been very low and um, not not overly common. You know, you go a little bit inland and, and bears are much more common. You know, we certainly have established bear populations in places like Bedford and Merrimack and, and some of those other towns. But um, admittedly, we don't get a lot of reports from from. Exeter and in some of those more towns a little closer to the coast, but you know bears are very adaptable. We know bears have ex- expanded their their range and distribution in New Hampshire, so I I'm not really surprised, but um I certainly recognize that it's kind of a a novel sighting um, in the town of Exeter in in those areas. So in terms of planning ahead, what are some things people can do to prevent bears from coming too close to their homes? Yeah, so. You know, living with bears is is actually pretty easy to do, but but it it requires increased human responsibility. So, you know, as a resident of that town, um, knowing that there's bears around, there's there's steps you can take to avoid having conflicts with bears, and and it really relates to securing food attractants. You know, bears come into these residential areas because there's there's lots of high quality food there, and this comes in the form of bird feeders. Um, unsecured garbage, um, unprotected chickens, um, dog pet foods left outside, those type of things. So if you really just take precautions and think about, you know, what do you have in your yard that a bear might like to eat and uh, securing those and just not allowing bears to gain access. So as far as bird feeders go, um, we really recommend that, that bird feeders be down by by. April 1 each year and don't hmm. go back up until 1st of December. Wow. Um, because wherever you live in the state, if you have a bird feeder out, there is a chance you will attract a bear. And and most people feed, you know, any of the bird seeds will attract bears, but the one that most people feed is the black oil sunflower seed, which is just very nutritious for, for any wildlife species. So, you know, you, you don't want to have that stuff out. Um, feeding birds during the day and removing feeders at night is really not a um, not a viable approach because bears will just start coming during the day yeah the bears or, aren't at, they're not at work or something <laughs> they can still show that's up right yeah. um or e- even when you pull your feeder at night you know there's enough seed spilt on the ground that that can be enough of an attractant um garbage if you have a dumpster we really recommend that you contact your your waste company and request a metal top dumpster that can be locked. Um, If you use garbage cans, you know, keep them in a secure building. You know, don't keep your garbage can out on the front steps with garbage in it. So just just taking those types. And and chickens, I need to mention chickens. If you have chickens, the best way to protect chickens, prevent issue with bears or or other wildlife is to utilize electric fencing. Um, So if you take those steps, um, you really can live in harmony with bears. You know, they're not a species that needs to be feared. You know, I understand this is a sow with cubs. That does not make her any kind of an aggressive bear. Um, you know, she just she's just looking for easy food. You know, she has a high nutritional demand on her right now because she's producing milk for those cubs. Yep. Um, so, you know, she's all about high-quality food, and she, she's going to find it in people's yards. So we, we just need to be one step ahead of the bears and, and make sure that when a, a bear may wander in your yard looking, but if there's no food there, they're not going to stick around. They're going to move on. Now, prevention doesn't work. What are things people need to remember in case they encounter a black bear? If you see a bear, you know, if you see a bear in your yard and you don't want the bear there, you know, you can step outside and just make some normal noise, you know, when you encounter a bear, the, the approach is to show the bear that you're 
you're not submissive, but also show the bear that you're not threatening. So if you if you are if you're walk, hiking in the woods or down the road, and all of a sudden the bear pops out, you know, 30 yards in front of you or whatever it is, um, just make the bear aware of you. You know, um, raise your hands and just kind of say, "Hey, bear, I'm here, bear," and uh, you know you start yelling and screaming at the bear and escalating it. Um, <laughs> just letting the bear know that you're there. Yeah. Um, maintaining eye contact with the bear. Oh. Um, that, that tells the bear that you're not submissive, but you're also not um, a threat. And just, you know, talking in that calm voice, that, key, that lets the bear know that you're calm, and it helps keep you calm. Um, I do need to mention, mention dogs. You know, bears do not come into yards and... and chase dogs or go after dogs but what can happen is if you have an aggressive dog that will chase the bear um, one or two things may happen Um, that bear may climb a tree um, or if the dog or the bear may kind of square off with the dog and challenge the dog and when we have issues between bears and dogs it's when the dog acts aggressive goes after the bear and then the bear turns around and tries to um tries to dominate the dog and chases the dog. And what usually happens with most of these dogs, once it feels like it's being chased or scared, it runs right back to the owner. So then suddenly you have a charging bear coming after a dog that's now hiding between the owner's legs. And when we've had any type of bear-human contacts in the state, you know, it's always involved an aggressive dog. So I would recommend that people keep their dog under control. Um, This can either be by leash or if you have a well-trained dog by voice command, um, that's fine. But, you know, you just want to think about the behavior of your dog and whether or not that dog is going to be aggressive towards a bear and try to go after the bear. Because that can, that can take what would be a very benign interaction and make it more than that. Last question. Who do you think would win on an episode of Judge Judy, Goldilocks or the Three Bears? <laughs> I couldn't wage a guess. <laughs> I mean, she broke into their house, so I'm taking the, I'm taking the three bears. Andrew Timmons from the New Hampshire Fishing Game, thank you so much. And where can people go if they want to find out more resources or information? If you have questions about bears, you can call the Wildlife Division at 271-2461, or you can visit the department's website um, for more information on bears. Visit www.wildlife.state.nh. And now, here's Sports in 10 Seconds with the Sportsman. The Celtics are freaking zombies, man. That's your Sports in 10 Seconds with Sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. Megan, what's going on? So as someone who works in um, customer service and the service industry, or who has in the past, I thought that it would be awesome to pay a little shout out to some New Hampshire restaurants that are known for having really fantastic customer service. Oh, interesting. And how did you go about finding which restaurants have the best customer service? Did you go to every restaurant in New Hampshire? I asked the good people of Facebook. I, I oh. you know, if, if you want to sponsor a there trip. There are good people on Facebook? Wow. I know. Weirdly enough, if you want to sponsor a, a little excursion I can go on where I can try every restaurant no, in that's the state, okay. all 3,000 of them. <laughs> Are there 3,000 3, restaurants in that, New Hampshire? That's the word on the street in, in the office, I should say. 3,000 3, plus. Word on the street? Where in, what Are you walking around the woods? and? Just of like, course. Yeah. I hang out with all the squirrels. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think I go when I leave the office, Can you give me office, one of them? Can you give me just one? I know I got to go to the Shark App, but is there anything that you jumped out and said, yeah, that place one is, is great. One uh, is Petey's in Rye. Oh, there you go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I haven't right. been there in for. Have I ever been there? I think I went once, and I, I need you gotta to go again. What, what it boils down service. to is I need to go again. That's what I. I Did you say boils about. down to on purpose? Did you just make a lobster pun on my show? Unintentionally, I'm that good at making puns. I make them without even realizing I'm making them. Wow. Aren't pun, I? Fu- aren't I funny? Pun, pun, pun. Always. Till her daddy takes the T-bird away. Love the beach, boys. It's time for your News on the Nines with News Guy. 42 million Americans are traveling for Memorial Day weekend, and they are all sitting in your row on JetBlue. The best times to travel in your car this weekend are Saturday and Sunday, while the worst time is right after eating at Chipotle. Officials in Massachusetts are advising drivers to use real-time travel apps while they're advising passengers on the tee to roast some marshmallows when the train catches fire. 
And that's your news on the nines. Now back to Reinman in the morning. We're playing Brain Freeze, your chance to win $50 in Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Marsha in Dover, who was it who spent his summers in Ipswich, Massachusetts, and he's him and you're not? Chevy Chase. That's it. Congratulations. My goodness. That was a difficult one, and you nailed it. How'd you know? How did you figure it out? I just remember watching Saturday Night Live when I was babysitting as a teenager, and I'm Chevy Chase, and you're not. (laughs) There you go. Congratulations, Marsha. You're Marsha, and they're not. Exactly. (laughs) Now, on Rhyming in the Morning, it's What's Up on the Shark App with Megan the shark's own app and website guru. Megan, what else is going on? I'm always really interested by things related to history, as you know, and Mm -hmm. a New England hero who was captured in World War II and unfortunately passed away as a prisoner of war was finally accounted for after 80 years. Wow. Yeah. This is amazing. That that is. DNA testing really is unbelievable. This must be an incredible story. So Shark App, go find this out. Because I can't even begin to piece together... How they would do this? This must be yeah. been an amazing investigation. Yeah, I know it, it, it really years. is. It's fast. It's fascinating stuff. Because I know they just discovered a submarine that was built here in New England that had yeah. been missing for eighty plus years, and so it's just amazing what they're doing with all this technology now yeah. that they're I, solving these mysteries. And this is this is this one isn't so much a mystery, but I saw something recently about how they have like three D models or digital models of what the Titanic currently looks yes, like. That's that. really cool. Yeah, and you know who's done a lot of that work is UNH, your alma mater. Yeah. Their department over there at UNH, they have this whole department. I think they're like leading the nation. Like are like they're one Good of the for top. Them. Yeah, That's they great. have this great thing where you, it's this device. I can't remember the name of it. Uh it's called like Buddy or something like that. I'll look up the name, but uh there's this device at UNH they have and they gave it this cool nickname and uh it goes around and just finds stuff in the ocean. But this is a touching story. This is a soldier that their fate was unknown and now accounted for. So some closure for that family and it's an amazing story if you want to go read it on the Shark app. My next guest is a very funny comedian. I used to perform with him down at the Comedy Cellar in New York City. He's playing the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom on Thursday evening, June 1st. Welcome to Reinman in the Morning, Sam Morrill. Sam, how's it going? Hey, there, man. I've been all right. It's good to talk to you. Tell me about this podcast you're hosting with Patriots legend Julian Edelman. What's this all about? We're on a search to find the greatest game. So it's evergreen. It's, you can listen to it any time. We just are like, what's the, what's the greatest game ever? So we kind of rank games where they, where, you know, where they rank to us. We break down like the stakes, the star power, uh, all that stuff. And then we kind of we'll get the people who actually played the games on the show. That's the fun part. The really cool ones are the ones where we have a winner and a loser on, which we mm. the 18 and 0 Patriots <laughs> losing the Giants. We actually had Eli and Teddy Bruschi on, so that oh. was pretty damn easy to get a guy like Bruschi to, to do that when he's won so many Super Bowls. But right. uh, yeah, that, that would that's one maybe you should skip. But then you know we have uh, we've had some pretty amazing guests. Yeah, you had Paul Pierce on recently. What game did you talk about with Paul? For that, we kind of made it just the series, the Celtics versus the Lakers. But of course, we talked about. It in depth the wheelchair game where <laughs> yeah. he just adamantly denied pooping his pants that was kind of that was a, a big thing where we're like come on you poop and he uh i mean the funniest part was like was that that know, game yeah i mean that was pretty epic i mean that he uh nick fans always hated but we hate respected pierce you know because mm-hmm. he was because now he's kind of underrated i feel like young yeah. kids don't realize how good pierce was and how clutch he was yeah, that's the best part of zooming in some of these athletes is you don't know where they're going to show up on the Zoom. <laughs> you're, you're watching a dude with like a joint in his mouth trying to figure out a, a <laughs> microphone. Yeah, Pierce is smoking chocolate mint hookah by his uh, mansion pool in L.A. It's just like a... <laughs> It's just an interesting way to, uh, you know, to yeah. chat with them. When people come to the casino, though, uh, what what can they expect to hear you talk about? What's on the tour this time? Well, it's a new it's a new hour, but it's a lot of the same themes. You know, I mean, not a lot's changed in the country, so it's a lot of social commentary stuff, some dating stories, some relationship stuff, and uh, you know, some fun some fun stuff. It's, I, I, it's coming together. You know, it's like we, I've been touring with this for a little while now, so it's. Each week it keeps getting better. That's the funny part is you post where you're going and you get all these angry comments in Instagram. And I'm like, well, I'll be in your city when it's actually good. <laughs> so that's, uh, you know. If you want to go see Sam, go to CasinoBallroom.com. Get some tickets. 
And I heard there's a big basketball game in Miami tomorrow night. And now, here's sports in 10 seconds with the sportsman. The Celtics got Pat Riley sweating so hard his hair just created an oil spill. That's your sports in 10 seconds with sportsman on Ryman in the Morning. We reached that point where I wrote something for the Shark app and Megan has questions. So what is this about mini Fenway parks? So I used to think there was like one Fenway park that was like a little league field. You know, sometimes they'll do that. They'll take a little league field and they'll they'll turn it up and everything. And then I saw someone uh, post about a place in Vermont that has a mini Fenway park. Really? It looked amazing. So then I got to thinking, is that the one I'm thinking of? No, the one I was thinking of is in New Hampshire and they have a Fenway park. And then it turns out there are six miniature Fenway parks here in New England, and they're all kind of the same but different in their own wonderful way. It's a really fun road trip. If you're anywhere in it might be in your own backyard, and uh, you know those fields aren't always being used, so you can go there yeah. and take some batting practice. That's my one and only chance to hit a baseball over the Green Monster. I so. haven't played baseball since I was a child. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Well, that was, I would think that. That's how it is for no, most people. No, well, no, like, I, I mean, like. I haven't played baseball uh, since two years ago. Recreationally. I, I burned out like, down I, in Pawtucket with the Red Sox. I threw out my arm, and now I'm in radio. Like, when I was in school, <laughs> I never played softball. Really? How come? I was a theater kid. I didn't, I didn't sport. You didn't sport? One time when I was 10, I made a basket in a basketball game. You did? That was my, that is my single athletic related accomplishment. Well, you made a basket. You never know. You might get a call from the Celtics. Never know. It is time for the big brain freeze drawing. Here again are our five finalists who answered local trivia correctly. We have Bonnie in South Berwick, Maine, Steve in Epping, New Hampshire, Rich in Georgetown, Massachusetts, Carol in Sanford, Maine, and a last minute entry. She got in under the wire. Marsha in Dover, New Hampshire. I'm putting the names in my green Celtics hat. I'm shuffling them around. And the winner of the 2023 Reinman in the Morning Brain Freeze and $50 in Ben and Jerry's ice cream is Carol in Sanford, Maine. Congratulations, Carol. Thank you to everyone who played Brain Freeze. I'm Charlie Butters, and it's time for your Friday Flicks. Now in theaters is the live-action remake of Disney's The Little Mermaid. As we know, there aren't really crabs that can speak with a Jamaican accent. But take it from me, you can absolutely get crabs on a trip to Jamaica. Another new release is About My Father, starring Robert De Niro, which focuses on a culture clash during a family gathering. So, if you like Meet the Parents... Just watch that. Out this weekend is the film White Balls on Walls. It's a documentary about modern art and not my trip to Jamaica. I'm Charlie Butters. And remember to keep an eye on the screen and a hand in the nuts.